This is Deanology. My name is Joe Bowman, and I'm the Dean of Richmond College at the University of Richmond. I've worked in higher education for over 30 years, and along the way I've learned a few things. Some of those things might help get you through college, and some of those things might help get you through life. And that's what Deanology is all about, sharing some good stuff that might help you. Hey, are you having trouble coming up with your New Year's intentions? Maybe you're procrastinating a little bit. Well, I have some help on the way for you. I'm going to share with you three intention hacks for the new year. Sound like a good idea? Get your pen and paper ready. Everybody ready? Here we go. Class is in session. Hey there, how you doing? Welcome back to Deanology. My name is Joe Bowman. I'm a college dean and professor of deanology, and I'm glad that you're here. Um, and I hope you're having a great day because I am having a wonderful day. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm here talking with you. Uh, today's show is going to be about intentions. And, you know, it's the beginning of the semester, and I don't think it's ever too late to start a new intention. Don't, don't think that, okay, January 1st has long passed us. Uh, we are into January, almost into February, uh, you know, I, this intention train has passed me by. No, it hasn't. You can start a new intention at any time. It just so happens that the beginning of a semester or the beginning of the year is a good time to do it. But if you're struggling for some kind of uh, intention to set or not sure where to start in terms of setting your intention, I have a solution for you. I actually have three different intention hacks for the upcoming year or the upcoming semester. Um, you know, I'm, I, I, sometimes it's hard. I, I get it. You know, you don't want to fall into the same traps, right, of, of just saying the same things. It's like, uh, you know, I, I grew up in a Catholic faith and every Lent it was, okay, what are you giving up for Lent? And as a kid, it's like, oh, I'll give up chocolate for Lent, you know, and then when I became older, it's like, oh, I'll give up alcohol for Lent. And, and that gets boring because it's just kind of, yeah, okay, rote after a while, right? Um, so, you know, maybe one of the things that you could look at is um, looking at one of these intention hacks that are actually not necessarily something like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym, you know, like we talked about last week with the after action review. Um, it's, it, these are things that are different and might provide you some different kinds of, you know, encouragement for doing them. So um, hopefully, you know, one of these will jive with you or maybe thinking of these three things might inspire you to think of something else that's like it. Uh, so, you know, hopefully, hopefully this will be useful to you because that's, you know, at the end of the day, that's really all I want uh, out of this podcast is for this to be useful to you. Um, so without any further ado, here are three intention hacks for the new year slash new semester. The first one comes from Brad Stalsberg, who is an author and uh, just 
kind of an interesting guy and in looking at some of his information. But um, I will say this up front. I found all of these things on Instagram uh, and various versions of them in different posts. So I take no credit for any of these except that I found them and I'm sharing them with you. And the graphics that will describe each one of these three will be on the Instagram. Uh, at denology.podcast. Uh, hopefully, if you've listened to this show before, you know where to go there. But um, I'm gonna. I have graphics for each one of these three uh, intention hacks. And the first one, going back to where I was a couple of sentences ago, was from Brad Stalsberg. And this is the Tech Free Saturdays. Tech Free Saturdays. Um, and the idea behind it is that you take a screen sabbatical one day every week and avoid using digital devices. I think that's something we probably could all use, you know? I, I mean, during the holidays, uh, you know, it was really easy to get locked into, oh, I'm, I'm on Instagram or I'm, you know, scrolling through the news or whatever or listening to music and it's, and you, and you, and, or watching TV uh, or streaming something. Um, it's really easy to get sucked into that and really easy to find that to be a waste of time. Uh, and, you know, there are, uh, you know, I think a, a lot of detriment to that. I mean, certainly there's benefit to uh, escape and there's a benefit to catching up on news and catching up with friends online that live in other parts of the country or the world. That's great. But there are some detriments to that. So if you take a screen sabbatical and it doesn't have to be tech free Saturday, it could be tech free Friday or tech free Monday, you know, whatever, as long as you don't have class, you know, you might need your tech for that. But the idea behind it is that for one day, you are doing everything you can to not use your device, whether it's your phone, your computer, your tablet, what have you. The benefits of it is that, number one, it reduces your screen time. Number two, it, um, it gives you the opportunity to unplug from the constant flow of digital info. And, and you know, there, there's the old police song, too much information. Uh, and I think that, that that is a reality sometimes with, with tech. So, um, you know, that's the second benefit. And then the third one, which I think is really important, is reconnecting with the physical world around you. Having honest to goodness, face-to-face, eye-to-eye conversations with people. Looking, instead of at the great photos that somebody posted online, look at the great sites around you on campus here in Richmond you go down to the river look at this beautiful river or you know wherever you are doing that kind of thing Um, so there's a lot of benefit to that so after you listen to this podcast do a tech free day okay and then come back to the podcast because you know I'd, I'd hate to lose you doing something that I told you to do so that was the first one the second one comes from Ben Meir, who is an author and fitness guy and all of this. Uh, you know, all these folks are really interesting, and, and you might want to just Google them and then check out their writings and things along that line. But Ben uh, shared a 52-week money challenge. So if any of you are thinking, man, I would love to save some more money in the new year, this is a really super easy way to do it. And, it, and, it, and it's, it, it, couldn't, it, it couldn't be any simpler in theory, and it's just the execution of that, which is the, the thing with any, any intention. But I think this one gives you a clear plan. The first week, you save $1. On week two, you save $2. On week three, you save 4 And you keep that going. You keep doubling it each week. And by the end of the year, if you do that, you will have saved $1,378. That's some money, man. I could, I could do some things with $1,300. Uh, you know, there's at least one set of golf clubs with my name on it. Um, but, you know, think about that one. And if you really wanted to do, you know, if you have the ability to do this, 
double the challenge. You know, save $2 on week one, $4 on week two, $8 on week three. If you do that, you will have saved $2,756 by the end of the year in 52 weeks. So 52-week money challenge. That's a really cool one to try. Um, and, you know, there might be some other ways to modify that, right? There, there could be if you did it for 30 days, you know, and saved 50 cents a day and doubled that or something, you know. So, so there are ways to modify these that would fit your budget and your framework. Um, but, you know, this is one that could have a really positive purpose for you if you're setting a goal towards getting something or something along that line. The third one, the third is Morning Pages, and this was inspired by Julia Cameron's uh, book, The Artist's Way. And this is really simple. Write three pages of stream of consciousness thoughts every morning. The benefit of it is that it declutters your thinking. You wake up and you just write. Whatever's on your mind, whatever crosses your mind, just write it down. The other thing that it does is that it generates creative ideas. So, um, you know, if you're, you're somebody that you might be getting stuck with ideas for papers or something along that line um, or ideas for podcasts, you could write three pages of stream of consciousness and you learn some stuff and you declutter your thinking and, and it could really lead to some great creativity. So, um, you know, that's another one to try. So in just a short 10 minutes, I've given you three different intention hacks that you can try. So to recap, that was the morning pages, the 52-week money challenge, and then the tech-free Saturday. So hopefully these might be some things you can try and, you know, see how they go for you. I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time. Okay, that does it for another episode of Deanology. In case you were wondering, Deanology is in fact self-produced. The music for Deanology was written by George Polly, and you can find that music and other great free music for podcasts and other applications by going to Pond5. I hope you enjoyed this episode. My name is Joe Bowman, and I'll see you next time on Deanology. All right, folks, that's it. Class dismissed. <laughs>